Welcome, this is the Teaching Excellence Podcast for all things FE, teaching, learning, assessment, quality and possibly a few other things along the way. Hosted by Steph Wilkinson and Jade Gibson, leaders in FE who want to support others and make a difference and hopefully spread a little happiness whilst we're at it. Hi, welcome to episode two of the Teaching Excellence podcast. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to the messages and kind words that we received on social media about episode one. And we're hoping to kind of get going now with a bit of um, content. So um, Jade and I are together this time. We're recording together. Um, Usually we'll be recording separately in two different counties um, and trying to use technology to collaborate on our podcast. But today we're actually together, which is great. So um, how are you, Jade? I'm doing good, thank you. Been busy as always. Good. Um, yeah, been looking forward to recording this. Good. Um. So we thought we'd just talk the uh, first five minutes about what we've been up to this week. So um, I have been up to quite a lot of things actually. It's been a really busy week and as ever and um, I held, one of the things I was really excited about was um, holding my first teaching and learning student leaders group which was um, students who opted in to be part of a teaching and learning group Um, and we we did that we advertised that at the beginning of uh, the term in freshers week and we held the first meeting this week where we started to explore what outstanding teaching and learning meant to students um, how they felt about certain things, but mainly focusing on what helped them to learn, which was so interesting and just a really lovely group, um, really lovely meeting. So I'm really glad that I did that. And, and we will talk about that a little bit more um, in the future. Another thing that I um, did this week was make some contacts, just to look at how I um, set up peer review and um, being at a new college, um, that doesn't currently do a peer review with another FE college. Um, it's something that I've found to be really useful in the past and I'm really keen to always be involved in that every year. So um, I made contact with Stuart Allen at Chesterfield College and we have um, agreed to get something set up and, and work on that in Term 1 and Term 2. Um, but the big thing that I've been working on or preparing for this year... Uh, This week, sorry, was uh, the performance review panel, which was my first experience of that in my new role, where we were reviewing, this time of year, we were reviewing the performance of the team from for last year. So, yeah, that was really interesting for me. And uh, we're going to talk about that today, actually. Um, What about you, Jade? What have you been up to? Well, it it does lead on from that. And it has sparked quite a lot of discussion between us both, Mm -hmm. because my week has been um, finalising the plans for our own performance monitoring meetings. Uh, I know that every FE college has some kind of form of performance monitoring or um, just, you know, whether they're termly, monthly, weekly, there's some kind of Uh, monitoring of data or meetings with curriculum and senior management Mm -hmm. so um, I've been involved in looking at the strategy that we're going to employ as a college for this year and what we've decided is more regular meetings so um, so I had to look at the scheduling and when they're going to take place who's going to be 
present, looking at kind of terms of reference, what we're going to cover, the scope of the performance monitoring, trying to be realistic with that um, for the amount of time. And I think time is is what I was just really, really conscious of when I was planning. Um, I always think about in a room when you've got senior managers, you've got curriculum heads, you've got the quality team in there and, and everyone talks about how precious time is in FE and, and in education in, in general. And I always get really, really conscious of the fact that all of those people are in that room, you've got to maximise the time that you've got there together. So, um, so yeah, my, my week has been just finalising those plans, looking at this, the strategy that we're going to employ. And then this leads on to what we're going to talk about today, because it it has been, even though it's a, a word again, that I don't like to talk about too much, but data, data is so important. So that's what I've been looking at this week, making sure that we have the accurate um, and readily available data for to drive these meetings, these performance meetings forward. So yeah, we've kind of ended up spending a lot of time on similar things, I guess, this week, which is, is really useful because it, it allows us to build that debate and um talk um together about what we're working on and how we're doing it so i suppose the big question that's kind of come up for me is you know how is quality monitored assessed reviewed and supported in fe colleges um and it's allowed us to explore that. So that's not a small topic and not something that we could cover in one podcast. So, yeah, we've decided over the next few weeks that we'll focus on a few different things. Um, mainly, uh, we'll have a little chat about, um, I think it'll be really important to talk about observations and walkthroughs and how that currently, you know, that's an ev- ongoing, ever uh, ongoing debate in colleges and we'll talk about peer review in more detail as those plans start to come together and also the role of of learner voice of the student voice in you know what is outstanding teaching and learning or what is quality and what students want from that experience and I'm really personally interested in what helps students to learn I find um, there's a bit of a you know a debate to have there, so that'll be really interesting. So yeah, we've got so much to talk about, and we'll and we'll continue on with that. So I suppose we'll focus on the performance review, mm. um, and the role of that. Um, so yeah, maybe you talk a little bit, Jade, about um where your starting point is, and yeah, um, what I'm hoping to achieve. Yeah. Um, as I was kind of alluding to before, I get very, very conscious of the fact that we've got all these people in a room together and, and to mm-hmm. maximise that time that we're all in there. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm quite conscious when I was looking at the strategy and when I was writing the kind of proposal that's been taken to see senior leadership, mm-hmm. um, is what, what is the point of doing them? What are we hoping to achieve? Um, we're building a dashboard. FE colleges now dashboards are quite, you know, common practice, and and depending on what systems you use, whether it's kind of pro solution suite things or whether it's what we use, which is going to be um, is Power BI, which is part of the Office three six five suite. So it doesn't matter what you've got. FE colleges now do tend to have some form of dashboard that's to give that visibility of of the data to all of those that kind of need it. So if we have that, which is fantastic, so we've built this amazing, you know, all singing, all dancing dashboard, heads will now be able to, at the click of a button, drill down, you know, retention achievement, um, you know, all, well, we've 
built it it's absolutely amazing which is fantastic but then what's the point in having these meetings so if heads have that visibility of data they've got accurate reliable data that they know exactly where their curriculum area is at um so why you know why do we have to have these meetings bringing together to discuss it mm -hmm. so um i i need to just make sure that our agenda in those meetings is slick and efficient mm -hmm. um and but also allows that meaningful discussion to take place. And it's not just a discussion of the data because everyone knows what it is. We've all had sight of it. And, and you know, heads would have had time prior to these meetings to look over their data. So I, I kind of want to say, you know, there's the data, fantastic. But then, you know, it's all about what are we doing about whatever situation it's in. Um, and, and for me, I think we, well, me and Steph, we talked about this earlier mm -hmm. and we, we said about how it kind of needs to be driven from the heads of area and the curriculum heads. Um, so we were actually quite interested, weren't we, in, in, yeah. in trying to, you know, find some heads that can give their point to this debate as well. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to hear for, from some heads of area, maybe curriculum areas, as to how they've experienced um, performance monitoring or quality monitoring and, and kind of what, would be what has worked in terms of those meetings what hasn't worked in terms of those meetings and and what what would they want more of or what kind of you know approach would be most useful um for them that would be really yeah that'd be really good if people got in touch with that yeah and my and my idea and and I know that this is just in people in general everyone has their strengths and everyone has you know what they're really good at and for some some people in education have that kind of business side to mm -hmm. their thinking all the way and it's just very natural for them to kind of have the budget and you know numbers and things that just and making those work for them that, that comes a lot more naturally and then you do also have people who have got into education who don't have kind of business background or just don't have that natural way of of thinking when it comes to you know and they they're obviously thinking of their learners first mm -hmm. um, and their staff and and that kind of gets lost and it's it's finding a, a good balance between the two mm. um so you know for me I, I want these meetings to be really really useful for the head so if that head has got a grip of their numbers they've got a grip of their data they know exactly where they're at and what they need to do um, you know, but it might be then another aspect, a more creative aspect that we need to help them looking at maybe curriculum planning or something. Mm. So although we have this agenda now, which is, you know, fantastic that, you know, has been taken to senior leadership now and uh, and been agreed and it's what we're going to be running with. And that will be um, very much driven by the point of the academic year. So we we are going to a monthly structure, so mm -hmm. which is great because I wanted it to be more regular than, you know, currently at the college about it was at um, termly performance monitoring, which sometimes you lose the impetus and you lose the timeliness of the discussions. So we're looking at them being monthly now, which is great. Um, but it needs to kind of flex and be... Uh, adaptable enough to be working on what that head needs supporting with mm -hmm. um so you know the the dashboard is just one tool and it's great that it's there now but we need to now look at then making sure that agenda every every month is is going to be 
like you said, kind of pulling out what what they yeah. need support with. Um, and it, and it, I just find it really interesting how you know you've been on one side of that panel, you know, recently. Yeah. So, and it, you know, what was what did you get out of it? Do you know, what do you think it would support you with? Yeah, I mean, you know? it was really interesting for me because that um, being new in in post, um, this time the performance review was to present last year's performance for the for the teaching and learning team so obviously I wasn't there I wasn't part of that last year and um, but I knew it would be really useful for me to present that because it would give me a good insight as to what's been happening before I arrived Um. so yeah although I felt maybe I couldn't influence what has gone before and mm. um, I definitely um found it interesting as a process to evaluate where we'd been and where what had been happening um and what was sort of you know what had, what was contributing to the um supporting of teaching and learning across the college mm. it's um, that whole loop of reflection isn't it yeah which is is really important for me reflection is is super important um and building that kind of really open honest discussion about where we're at um i am my nature is to be critical um of myself so um i find it quite easy to um although i'm not particularly negative I find it quite easy to reflect and and kind of have a really clear picture as to where we're at um but I think what's really interesting for me in my role as director of teaching and learning I, I almost have two two roles or two things that I'm kind of presenting which is one is how is the team managed from a teaching and learning team point of view being um you know teaching and learning and um learning technologies unit and um, the performance of that and and the actions and the business planning surrounding that um, and then the other side of my role obviously is my uh, leadership role of the quality of teaching and learning across the college so um what was you know in terms of a, a structure and a format we you know look at lots of data um and look at um lots of of different aspects of quality so the main bulk of the meeting is around quality and, and as a support area that's slightly different to the curriculum areas and um, but it's an analysis of all the successes of the year um or you know uh, the successes of the last three months so it's it's quarterly um and then sort of an exploration about you know where we're heading in terms of the business plan and the vision so that's again really interesting for me from a from a point of view of thinking about it as business planning mm. and thinking about it from a you know what's our three-year vision which actually for me um is something that I'm gonna work on because I think it's important for me being new in post to explore what is my vision but then what is my team's vision mm. for outstanding teaching and learning which I think that's amazing because we talk about college visions yeah and every college will have their kind of vision and mission and yeah. all that kind of thing but actually do you know how your team aligns to yes. that college vision is quite yeah and know. I think for me I think vision is really important um because um a, an individual will have a different vision so my mm. vision will be slightly different to whoever's done the role before or another person who's got a sa the same role as me in another college mm. um you know what their vision is and and then I'll be able to pitch that um outwardly once I've kind of worked on what is 
what is teacher learning what's the vision for that for the next three years what's the vision for my learning technologies unit for the next three years Mm -hmm. we have to have that in mind um if we're gonna achieve it And, and you know people who work in quality will know that it's important to have that vision and but what is more important for me is that constant um visionary sort of projection of that so we me and the learning technologies manager um have talked about um putting these things up on the wall or how we how we have that there as a presence all the time well that's it's a really important tool in any leadership and management if you've been on any kind of course or anything Mm. that's the first step, isn't it? Yeah. That everyone needs to know. Yeah, and so we've got this big glass board in the Learning Technologies Unit and we've decided that's kind of going to be our vision board, if you like, um, of all the things that we're trying to achieve. Um, and you'll know that um, I have in my office a successes board, like an achievements board. So rather than just having a to-do list on a whiteboard, on, on another wall I always have a, an achievements and successes board. Which I've heard really, a really cool thing this week I, I saw on social media where yeah. someone had put that they're no longer having a to-do list they're gonna have a ta-da list oh, I love so, that yeah. yeah so that's kind of what that is it's a ta-da list which is yeah as we go along every few weeks we say right okay as a team what have we achieved what are we what mm. have we been successful at what are we happy about and I used to love that because I used to walk in your office and it was yeah. a really colorful board and yeah I'd, and some of the things I didn't even know were happening even though we were in the same quality yeah. team I'd walk in and go like oh my god that's amazing yeah You've done you know something that I didn't even know about so yeah cool. and I, uh, I and that um yeah that's been really important for me um in in a role that is you know sometimes very busy very pressured um lots to take on it is is that opportunity to really think about what we're achieving and not always focusing on the mm-hmm. to-dos because the to-dos never end yeah so yeah no that's we've got we've got that and um, and that feeds in really good to these performance meetings yeah. and this is what i'm i'm really really kind of it's all about building on strength yes and not just focusing on you know the poor or the poorer aspects 100 percent performance yeah and and so yeah it's a really nice sort of evidence building board just for me and my team really um to sort of celebrate what we've achieved and what what's been you know what what we've managed to do um and it's all those little things that kind of build up into that big picture so yeah we we've focused on um creating this oh we're starting to think about this vision um because i yeah i think i've just finished week eight in my new role so um that's been that's been really useful and um for me it's about creating vision and uh, sorry drive and then focus so I think that for me, the experience of the performance review panel um, was just a real useful opportunity to raise the debate with all of SLT, me and my team, sort of raising the debate about um, the quality of teaching learning assessment and what we're doing and where we're going and how we're doing it. Um, and how that impacts on staff, how heads heads of area play a really important, a really important role in creating those sort of microcultures in their areas, about teaching and learning, and yeah, kind of sort of widen that discussion. Which again, that question keeps coming up, which is how is quality monitored, assessed, reviewed, and supported? Mm-hmm. In, in I think colleges? most people right now will be going through their 
SAR process yeah. self-assessment reviews and uh, we've got validation coming up this week so we're going to be um you know as a college and I know this differs it's not in every college but mm. we self all support areas self-assess yeah as well as um curriculum areas so we'll be going through that validation process and I, I I do love it I don't know whether it's just because I've got my quality brain all the time but I just love that whole process of looking back on what you've done and really then like action planning like really creatively and really mm-hmm. um like really focused action plans so quips uh you know just I just find them really really useful if if they're written well and yeah. and then equally I find ones that aren't written well very frustrating mm-hmm. so it's um because I see things as an opportunity and if something hasn't worked it's then what can we do do you know that's my like my problem solving and like my way of looking at things is is what can we do differently what you know what hasn't worked how can we build on that Mm. so with SAR kind of like you know this is SAR season yeah um coming up again like how does the performance monitoring kind of flow from that Mm -hmm. um I think it will be yeah just a um an an interesting time with us launching this new performance monitoring yeah and and i've been trying to talk to you and say what's worked from you being on the other side of it what works and what doesn't Mm -hmm. um and and just trying to make it something that's not seen as um it's visibility and i know accountability comes into it and i know that it has to be someone's responsibility for things to happen but it's more okay as a team as a college Mm -hmm. um at my college we have a well you know one college approach and it's um we are one college what can we do Mm. to for improvements to happen so it although you know ultimately it might be a curriculum head um who we're saying has to drive it Mm. but as a college what can we do how Mm. can we support what can we make it better you know and it's that constant drive for excellence and that's what you know we're all about yeah and I think it's really um I I think that's why we probably um get on so well is that a sort of um real similar thinking around um approach and I think we mentioned it last week and I've got a feeling it'll crop up every podcast (laughs) which is about that culture of excellence but creating that real open critical evaluation critical reflection of where are we at and how do we move forwards and for me that's a really important motivator because if we're not creating that open culture where we're really sort of saying yes this works really well this works really well but actually this is not great but let's think about how we move forward Mm -hmm. and be solutions focused we're never going to have a clear picture and we're never going to be constantly holding the mirror up to say where are we at and how how do we really make that um culture really transparent so yeah. that we're moving forward all and the nothing, time nothing rose tinted one of my yeah. pet pet peeves yeah um i can't believe i just said the word peeve, but <laughs> pet peeve is when i go to a conference or something and when someone presents and <laughs> um, presents some kind of strategy or something that they're yeah. working with in their college and we yeah. sit there and you listen and, and i always water it down by yeah. about 20 percent because nothing works that well you know or or it might do but you know everything has something that you could have done better or it didn't quite pick up in this team or it did work Mm. you know so my I absolutely I can't you know really grates on me when someone says no 100% we've got this work for every we got every single person in the college got on board with it and and just knowing people's nature I know that that isn't the case so for me it's looking at um you know 
nothing's perfect nobody's no. perfect but it's kind of like with health and safety or something mm. like that where it's everybody's responsibility mm. and I feel that quality and teaching and learning and excellence is is everyone's responsibility and it's you know everyone's just got to do it. if everyone did their job and their small bit mm. then that's when you get your you know culture of excellence yeah. that's when you've you've got it so yeah, no, good. And I think just keeping an eye on time, um, although we could talk about this for hours, I think, you know, one of the emerging themes for the podcast and the going forward is about the culture um, how we create an open culture. Because ultimately, if we're not um, aiming for a culture of excellence, then we're doing our students a disservice. And that's kind of why we're here, isn't it? You know, you and I in the roles that we do. So hopefully um, people have got something um, interesting from today today's podcast and maybe there are questions that you've got and we're super happy for you to um, contact us by twitter and pitch some questions or leave us some some voice questions on the anchor app and i've had notification now that the podcast is live on lots of different platforms so whichever app that you use to listen to podcasts you can reach us um, in different ways so yeah send us a message send us some questions and throw us some debate we're happy to address it so um yeah we hope you got something from it and we'll see you next time thanks for listening to the teaching excellence podcast leave us a voice message in anchor tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show tune in next week for more Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.